What's up, y'all? We are back. Whoa, calmada. You blew my freaking <laughs> eardrums out. Your favorite sisters, the sister, sister, Las Cordovas. Yes. Uh, listen, so we're getting right to it. No time to waste when it comes to. I would ask you how your week was, but I already know. No. You're at home. <laughs> I, doing shit. I have a rant, a major rant. It's really irritating me, Susie. I can't even look at my toes at this point. Oh, <laughs> are they throwing up Westside? Listen, my West pedicure, I'm, I'm in dire, desperate need of a pedicure. And you already know how anal I am about taking care of my feet. Try to do your own. I have gel on these motherfuckers. Soak them off. Hello? Huh? Con alcohol? Uh, I don't even have nail polish. Oh. Keep them al natural. Well, Keep them natural. There's nobody at home that's going to be sucking on them anytime soon. <sighs> I, I I just can't. I can't even handle no puedo I feel like the opening of the show was very aggressive because you're salty about your toenails. I'm very salty about my toenails. Take a breath. Listen. Breath of fire. We're taking, uh, we're drinking some cocktails right now. Un mezcalito. Un mezcalito. Un mezcal a day keeps the virus away. Keeps the Rona away. <laughs> a mezcal. I actually just created this. It's mezcal hey, with coconut water. Salucito, salucito. Salucis. Do you like ASMR videos? Yes. Me too. What are your favorite ASMR videos? Like, is it food? Is well, that's it... what AS... Oh, no, no. ASMR is just sound. Yeah. Yeah, I like the food ones. You know which ones I like to listen to? People crunching ice. I'm going to record myself scratching my skin just for you. Ugh, no. I will run for the hills. No, but seriously, I just... You listen, all the nail salons and hair salons... It's going to be so popping. And beauty salons are going to be so popping when this is all over. Like, listen, we bitches, need to stockpile these um, Sister Sister podcasts because I'm probably going to be working on Mondays. Yeah, bitches are going to be running. <laughs> I'm going to run to the hair salon in a quickness. Everybody has going to have roots. Where's the first place you're going? Uh, to get my toes done. I'm going to go to the nail shop and to get waxed. Thank God I got waxed, right? Before before everything went locked down. Oh my but in six weeks, I'm going to be able to French braid my coochie hair. You know what's crazy? <laughs> the, the, there's men that like hairy vaginas. One of my girls went out on a date with the other, with the guy the other day and she was he like, asked her? No, she asked him straight up, like, what, what turns you on? I just want to know. Like, we're grown. First of all, why is she going on dates? We're supposed to be quarantined. Because she's a rebel. <laughs> That's what I told her. Put her on blast. No, but she went out on a date and she was telling me that... Um, See, that. bitches like that is why I can't go to work. <laughs> Stay your ass home so I can take my ass back to work. Your well, dating necessities can wait. Well, the guy basically told her I like hairy vagina. And she got her vagina lasered. So she's like, well, listen, date's over. I only have peach fuzz on that motherfucker. <laughs> There's men that like hairy vaginas. I mean, how uncreative are you that that's like the first thing you got to talk about? So many that's other things to talk about. Besides, is your pussy hairy or not? Exactly. Get creative. But I think they I don't were, even know who this is. I know. But I think she was talking like she wanted to know sexually what turned him on and what turned him off. And so he went Why? straight. That's so shallow I don't to know, talk bitch. about that on a very first date. It's shallow. Shallow. Okay. Shallow, what's your. La, 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 do, you have, la, la, la. <laughs> do you have a rant or a highlight? I have a highlight. So I'm not working right now because the hair lab got closed down. We're considered non-essential, which I think it's a bunch of crock. Because if you look good, you feel good. Exactly. But because we have to comply with the whole pandemic situation, um, Robert actually gave me $100 out of his last paycheck because he wanted to help me. And he gave me $60 out of this, his most recent paycheck just to help me because I'm not working Wow. Right now. And I'm like, oh, that's so sweet. He doesn't have to, obviously, right? I've never, nor would I ever ask him to, but out of his own heart, he decided he wanted to give me this money. And you I thought raised that was a good so boy. nice. Like it really, really touched my heart. You raised a good boy, out. sis. Yeah. Sometimes you, you doubt and you question uh, if you made right decisions when you're raising your kids, but, and then God has moments like these when he shows you like, you did good. Yeah. You, you did good. Yeah. Because, you know, I think a lot of kids nowadays, like, they they are pretty self-centered and selfish. Yeah. So and his birthday is on Friday and he hasn't asked me for anything because he knows I'll make it up to him when we're all back up on our feet and running. 
But yeah, I thought that was so sweet. Like it really, really made my week that he went out of his way or he went into his own pockets to give me some cash because he knows that right now I'm not making any revenue. Exactly. And I've also had some clients. So I teamed up with this um, company and they're helping me create color kits for my clients at home that have to color every just to cover their grays temporarily. Hello, um, give me one of those kids. They don't come in red. Sorry. Oh, damn. Why? They just don't. What do you want me to do? But anyhow, um, wait, what was my point in telling you this? I don't know, bitch. You always lose your train of thought. <laughs> okay. I, oh, so I, I ordered some of these kits for my clients and they got shipped to directly to their home so they can do a quick little touch up. Usually it's like for their part and for their hairline. Yeah. And I've had clients send me the difference via Venmo. Like you would have done my hair today. I got my kit. Thank you so much. You would have done my hair today. Here's the difference. And here's the tip. Oh, Even though I didn't do their hair. I thought that was dope. so generous. So yeah, I've had a lot of um, clients come through and my son come through with the extreme generosity that I did not expect. Thank God. God is good. Wow. I love that. You raise a good boy, sis. Have Thank no God. doubt about it. Thank God. No, I don't. He's a great. He's a great one. He is. So listen, I um. I never thought this day would come that what? Drake would reveal. Oh, you saw that? His baby mama. Well, they already had shown who she was. The mother. Well, you know what? No, I'm sorry. I take that back. I never thought the day would come where Drake would reveal a picture of his son. I know. A I picture. was like, whoa. Yeah. So um, he, he shared his first. I think, you know what? He I got think- some pushback, though. Yeah, I think that quarantine has a lot of people in their in their emotions and in their feelings and just a lot of reflection is happening. Well, it's a great time to reflect. What else you got? Yeah, exactly. And so um, he actually went on to his Instagram, it's which his Instagram is at Champagne Poppy. I don't know if you guys follow Drake or not. Some people could really not give 20 fucks about Drake. Oh, he's one of my favorite I artists. Like I really Drake. like him. I love his music, too. Um, but he posted a really nice reflection. He put, what is most important for you right now is to connect with your own inner light. And, and I think this is just, it, it touched me because you don't really hear Drake expressing himself like he, this. He's never really this soft? No. he's. I mean, even though there's all kinds of memes of like, oh my God, Drake is like super emotional yeah. and <laughs> compared to a lot of men. So, but I really, really, you could you could tell that it was very heartfelt. And I love that he only has his comments open to like his verified celebrity friends. So, oh really? So he was he wasn't getting no haterism like on Instagram, like on his direct page. There was no but negative there was comments. Some hate. There was on the of course the blogs. Like, oh yeah yeah the yeah. Hollywood the shade blogs. room. Yeah exactly. So the shade put, room is salty. Super. But people love that, Susie. People thrive off of the saltiness. Well, the same reason they like telenovelas. The same reason they like reality shows because there's drama. Yeah, absolutely. So Champagne Poppy, he put, what is most important for you right now is to connect with your own inner light. This will create the biggest opening of all. Trust that you have all of the power within to make this happen. And in order to do that, connect to the people and things that bring you a lot of joy. When the mind starts to move into overthinking or fear, shift your attention right away to something bright. It doesn't matter what has happened in the past or what is happening around us now. You can always make the choice to break free of the wheel of suffering and panic and open up your own light. We are powerful manifestors. So once you make the choice in the moment to shift your awareness to something good, it will show up in your reality. Be conscious, especially right now, of fears coming in from others and recognize that not everything should be held by you. That's right. right. Uh, Laughter is your best medicine. We were just talking about that on last episode. Yeah. Right. But tears can also be a powerful release. Let go of any judgment you may have around that. Remember that you are never alone. And if you need to be reminded of that, ask for support and it will show up. Everything comes down to intention. And even though there are conflicting energies circling around us, you must know it will rebuild. Mm -hmm. But in order for that to happen, you have to you have to do exactly that. Trust. You have the biggest heart and that is your greatest gift. It's impossible to always control your surroundings. But when you shift the focus to how you want to feel, everything will conspire to assist you. I love and miss my beautiful family and friends. And I can't wait for the joyful day when we are able to reunite. Until then, please keep your lights on. Ooh, I love that. And I was like, go ahead, Drake. I've never seen him express himself like that. 
ever. Well, like you said, this has a lot of people in their feelings and reflecting about the things that are really, really important. You know what I mean? And we put so much stock and so much weight into the things that are not very important. Right now that we're stripped down to the bare minimum, it really highlights who matters, what matters, and where we are right now is all that we've got. That's it. You know, tomorrow isn't promised. Exactly. Not to anybody. I was just reading this. I, I saw yesterday in the news this um, coronavirus patient being transported to Japan for healthcare, And on the way up there, the helicopter crashed and they all died. So tell me that it was his time. It was his time. And anybody else that was around him in that helicopter, it was a helicopter or a small airplane. But they were being Damn. airlifted to get treated for the COVID-19 and they were killed in the airplane. So lo que es pati es pati. And I think... People are so fearful because they don't know, am I going to get sick? Is it going to kill me if I do get sick? But guess what? If your time is already written in God's book, like you cannot hide in any dark corner in this world. It's going to get you. It's going to get you. So just make peace with who you are right now, where you are and who's around you. So that at least you transition peacefully, you know, with no resentment. Yeah, exactly. There's a saying in Spanish that says like, lo que es para ti, aunque te quites y lo que es para ti, Lo que no es para ti, aunque te pongas. Or something like that. Like, Wait, say that again. You I stutter. don't know. I think I messed it all up. But... Entonces, ¿para qué me dices? <laughs> <laughs> Hello? Basically, like, if it's for you, it's going to find you. And if it's not for you, even if you put yourself, it's not it, It's not for you. Oh, I see. You know I what I'm it. saying? Like, maybe I needed to hear it in English. Uh, <laughs> excuse me, gringa. No. But yeah, well, that makes sense. So it's so funny because in that posting, Drake posted like a little slideshow and he posted a picture of like his mom and his dad. Um, I didn't see that picture of his mom and his dad. Yeah. He posted I saw the picture of him, his baby's mama and the baby. And then a side by side of his mother and him. Or maybe. He no, it was that. him and his son and then his oh, okay, mom yeah. and his dad. Damn, she has a hardcore tan right there. Then him, the mother of his son, and his son, who, like, has blonde hair and blue eyes. He's like his mother's twin. Yeah. He looks just like his grandmother. Gorgeous. Like, seriously. I think people forget that Drake's mom is white. She's Canadian. Mm -hmm. You know? So I was going to You could still be white and Canadian. Yeah, I know. Like, if you're of European descent like that, you're white. But she's light-skinned, and I think a lot of people... Is she a white lady or is she a light-skinned black lady she's like a light skin she's a white lady like no a, she's a white girl she's a white yeah girl. okay yeah. um and so i was i was on this blog that is supposedly about like unity and and it, it's so funny because this blog w- was went off they went off saying this guy, the guy of, and you know, this guy's kind of does a lot of controversial stuff on his blog, but for the most part, he posts like interesting stories and people just sound off on the bottom in, in his comments, but he posted a picture and I actually went to his page right now and it's deleted. That's what I was looking for. Gone. He deleted the post or he, he deleted did, the page? He deleted the post. His page has almost 900,000 followers. He's not deleting oh, his okay, page, okay. but he deleted the post and he literally was like attacking Drake, like saying like, yeah, a black dude, you know, rapping about about black women and the I like I like my women BBW and he he commercializes his music and he raps about all you black women, but he doesn't have the balls or the nerve to, you know, marry a white woman or, or have a kid. And the one that's going to end up with the fortune is this. I guess the girl, the woman that he has a child with is she's either German or um, French, something like that. Who cares? And actually, BBW means big, beautiful woman. Big, beautiful woman. Okay, yeah. where does he say black woman? So my, but my thing was this: is just like this is why there's so much division in the world. Ese cabrón que le importa. Yeah, and the, so like, I, what, what does he? Does he want some of Drake's fortune? Me, is exactly. he undercover brother? Like I don't understand. What's his deal? He. So this guy that posted it, his his blog is very pro black. Right. Very well. Drake is mixed. Exactly. But I was like, I was sharing me and my girl were having a conversation about this. And she's like, it sounds like this guy from the blog has like a problem. Like it's something he has a crush on Drake. Like it's a personal problem of something that he must have gone through that it bothers him so much to try to put Drake on blast like that. Because ultimately, listen, 
You can have a kid with whoever the fuck you want to have a kid with. You can love whoever you want to love. Too. Like, why my husband is black. That's what I'm saying. And I dare somebody to tell me how dare I date a black guy that he's not Hispanic because I want to. Because the D is good, bitches. Yeah, and I mean, it's beyond the D. It's about the connection. Oh, eso también. Pues. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, when in this world... Did it become your business? Did it become your business and did it become a rule that just because you're black or in this case, Drake is mixed. Do you got to have a kid with a black woman or just because I'm Latina, I got to have a kid with a Latino like who? There are people that do not like the whole blending of the bloodlines. But guess what? But that comes from ignorance, man. And we are so blended and intertwined at this point that get over it. I just thought it was just so ignorant. He must have felt the heat if he had to de- um, delete it. That's what I'm saying. So I wanted to actually go read to you the actual caption, but I couldn't find it. So I was like, ah, people were going in on this fool because I'm like, in the moments that we're living right now, the last thing we got to be doing is creating division. I know. With your ignorant. That pointless too. It was comment. pointless. He was like, I know I'm going to get heat for this and da, 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 but I, it, like it infuriated me when I read it because I'm like, it's because of people like you. And then like in his bio, he's like here to create unity. There was nothing about that post that was creating unification between anybody. And it's awful because I think as a black and brown community, we're already so marginalized by the white community that we need to stick together regardless of who we love and who we marry. We have to look out for each other like it is our duty. Yeah. But he was catching heat because I I couldn't. I was literally I was literally gonna read to you what he wrote and i'm like wait did he delete it couldn't find it go yeah. out of there couldn't find it like if you're gonna if you're gonna post something let it ride take the heat i mean he knew he was gonna catch heat Jeez. Well, because it's a very he just showed his ass and how ignorant he is that he has to give somebody stock based on he has to correct he has to question somebody's stock based on who they choose to marry partner with or have children with and that's so ignorant and on top of that listen drake is a superstar this dude travels even if he wasn't over the world he travels to germany you think he, he got travels- her pregnant on purpose no okay but either. i'm just saying like he 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 could put it in whoever he wants he should watch it you don't want it to fall off drake yeah he could Take put it, it in. Easy, it sir. just so happened that this girl named sophie so sophia sophie brassau brassau um you know she she got she got the gold she, she got the goodies. older than him too i think she is well it's so funny because um she actually went on to her instagram account um, i saw she did like a parody you, she posted a blonde drake right yeah because everybody was questioning like why is drake's baby blonde with blue eyes if the mom has dark hair and drake has dark hair and dark eyes right but you know fuck genetics are no joke genetics well he looks like his grandmother just like his grandmother. Look at Sophie, our niece. She's super light-skinned, blue eyes. She doesn't look like her mom or her dad. Yeah. But her maternal great-grandmother looks like Sophie. She yeah. has really light skin and blue eyes. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just like, you know what? Tra- Drake like travels the world. Why? Like, why? The people get so wrapped up in other people's business, sir. Is your house clean? Don't talk about mine. Go clean your own fucking house and don't worry about mine. Yeah, but that's really not the energy that we need in this, especially in this moment in time. I'd really found it to be a really inappropriate comment. Tasteless. At the in, at an inappropriate time. And it's like Drake's already very private when it comes to his life. And I was very, I think the world was surprised that he even posted a picture, mm-hmm. you know? So, and then I was like, really? You're going to just sound off like that? Creating differences and stupid making he just people showed how stupid he was making people feel guilty for dating outside of their race like dude you fall in love with who you fall in love with some of the most beautiful people on this world are mixed like mariah carey Halle, right. Halle berry right who else is mixed um i don't know i the, don't keep the kardashians babies yeah that, to me to me your ethnicity your race is the last thing i base you off of your character first after that then we'll see. But if you don't pass the character test, you like my hair? This is major. That coronavirus, coronavirus style is has <laughs> got to go. Oh, my God. This is here to stay. I look like a fucking who from Whoville. Hey, somebody else that's signing. That's a it's just amazing. Like all the things that you see in this quarantine time of like just people trying to stay active and uh, pulling up old reminiscent pictures and everybody's just. 
there's people out there trying to do good on Instagram, making you feel good or any the other social media platforms. But there's always freaking somebody that's going to come and try to piss on your parade. Hey, but you know what? Like we were talking about the law of polarity. It's like, what would this world be like if everybody was positive? Uh, happier. I know. I know. But I mean, there, what would it be if it was everybody was negative? Like there always has to be opposite. Imagine the sun out 24 seven. In Canada, in Alaska. But I'm just saying, there has to be night and day, hot and cold, positive, negative. That's just what it is. Difference in opinion is one thing. Stupidity and ignorance is another. Yeah. And I think people show more their stupidity and their ignorance instead of just agreeing to disagree. You get it? Yeah, 100%. So um, Beyonce's mom, we all know that she is no stranger to posting on the gram. Do you follow Miss Tina Lawson? I love her. She is so hip. I, I'm like, that's exactly what Beyonce is going to look like. I'm loving coconut juice, by the way. Are you? It has little pieces of coconut in it. It's called pulp. Listen. It's called pulp. <laughs> <laughs> Susie, just, you should start an ASMR YouTube channel. I just pissed off a lot of people. I was Put the mic to your mouth, bitch. I was listening to, I think her name is Sassy Tube. You see her? No. Do you follow her on Instagram? No. <gasps> You'll love her. She's a little Asian girl from... I think she's Vietnamese from Canada. Okay. Her and her sister. But she was eating something the other day and all Mel could hear was the noises. <laughs> he was like, baby, baby, what you listening to? <laughs> I was like, I'm looking, I'm looking at some girl eat on YouTube. Hey, so, like, so listen. So Miss Tina Lawson, Beyonce's mom, and I'm telling you a story before you interrupt <laughs> me with this coconut pulp. So she's no, she's no stranger to the gram. Um, she always does something called like corny joke time. Yeah. Always. And they are corny as heck. <laughs> Super corny. Yeah. Well, recently, um, she actually recently she posted a video, right? Um, and she was she was explaining she put she she posted an old interview of, of Beyonce, her daughter, explaining her upbringing and that she was not raised in the projects. In fact, she was raised in private school and in a middle class household. Um, as opposed to the character Dina in the movie Dream Girls that she played in 2006. You remember that movie Dream Girls? 2006. That was 14 years ago. Yeah. People are still pressed about that. Right? Hmm. I was hoping you would catch that. Okay. Yeah. That was, that was a dang, dang. Beyonce is not even like that. Beyonce is not even old. But She's that, young. That, that's neither here nor there. This was back in. 2006 people really hold on to grudges yeah in 2006 Beyonce she played a character by the name of D Jones who grew up in the projects of Detroit Michigan right so when Miss Tina uh, Lawson posted this picture she put everyone does not have the same story this is an old interview with the journalist that put all black people in a box we're like everybody else we all have we are like everybody else we all have different motivation at the end of the day, it doesn't matter where you come from. It's where you wind up and use what you have in your arsenal to be successful. What was your motivation? And oh, my God, people just started going in on like how privileged Beyonce was. And because and it, she went to private school. Basically, kind of like making it seem like she grew up rich. And so what if she did? Right. Uh, again, a la gente que le importa. Yeah, that, that's my that's my whole takeaway from both Drake's post and Tina Lawson's post. Like, why do people get so pressed and involved and concerned over other people's lives? Yes, they're here to entertain us, but it's neither here nor there if they grew up rich or poor. Give yeah. a fuck. It's just like I feel like if you let stories like this press you and stress you out, are you really busy enough with your own life? Where you're Maybe that's why I don't give a shit because I'm I am busy in my life. Yeah, where you're literally gonna sit there and like argue with trolls on social media and put in your two cents and block people and get really offended by this. And then she went on and said this was an interview after the movie Dream Girls, where interview after the interview, she was assumed to have the same story as her character Dina. She respected and admired Dina's story. It just wasn't her story. And I, to me, I was just kind of like, why do people think that you gotta struggle in life to have a powerful story? I feel like people because people like a good rags to riches story. And it is dope when you see people that came from nothing like that movie with Will Smith. What was the name of it? Where he was a poor guy and he ended up being a really rich banker and he lived in the 
bathroom with the son. They were homeless. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, right? yeah, I do. I do. Oh my god! And he, his actual son came out on that movie, Jaden Smith. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It was. Anyways, those types types of story, I think they motivate the general public because most people do have hum, like mediocre, not mediocre, but um, very humble beginnings. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So most people can relate, but who cares if Beyonce grew up middle class? And her we parents. grew up middle class. Yeah, I, you went to private school. I went to private school from third grade to eighth grade. My, that doesn't my brother you, and I. That doesn't make you. I was not accepted to that school. I want you to know that. <laughs> <laughs> they said you and Joe could go, but I couldn't go. Why? They were rude. Rude. Yeah, we went to private school from third to eighth grade. And that doesn't make you unrelatable. No, but you know what? I think that at the end of the day, like parents... Parents should want to give their kids the best life. Absolutely. Like, if you could afford to put your child in a private school, like, why not? I tried it one year, and Robert was like, don't like it. I was like, okay, you got caught kissing this little girl by the piano. Let's go. (laughs) You could do this shit in public school. Why am I wasting my money? (laughs) I'm glad my mom gave me the option to go to public school, like, for high school. I think I was, like, ready for it. But I always, I think I would have thrived in a public school or a private school. My yeah. mom, I don't know why. It's neither here nor there. That's personal choice. That's like saying I like to eat white bread versus wheat bread. Of course, you're going to have those wheat bread advocates coming from my throat. Why am I eating white flour? But who gives a fuck? It, does, it shouldn't concern you. You know, just the same way yeah. our upbringing or who Drake loves. And if Beyonce went to private school, shouldn't concern other people. It doesn't change your character one way or another. It you doesn't. I mean? it, it doesn't. It doesn't. I just I just find it uh, I find it trippy when you go onto these uh onto these accounts and you see some of these blogs and you really see people like super duper involved in the comment section. Like I could understand people they signing fight each other. I could understand people signing off like on Donald Trump, right? Because like a lot of people don't like him. But, but even but- then, it's a non-winning argument because there are people that do like him. They do are people that believe in his uh, policies and so on and so forth. And it, you're not going to change their mind. So why argue with them? Yeah. People really get caught up and involved. It's wild. Wild. Anyways, y'all, that's a little bit of what's happening in, in a pop culture. In Hollywood. In Hollywood. Um, lots of uh, celebrities are active on their social media. A lot of celebrities are super active on TikTok. I think that's a tool right now for a lot of just people and families to keep I their- can't get Robert into TikTok. Oh my God, I love TikTok. Everybody I'm go like, follow buddy, me. Come on, let's do a TikTok. He's like, Mom, you're too old for TikTok. <laughs> I was like, do you want to get kicked out right now? <laughs> Call me old one more time. <laughs> TikTok is so fun. I love it, man. I've been on it for about a month. I have almost 10,000 followers. It, it's fun. Go follow me on TikTok. It's Roxy's World. Same thing as Instagram. It, it's just like, you know what? I've realized that I have rhythm. But I don't have that much coordination like a First choreographer. All, you di- well, because you're not a choreographer. <laughs> you know, or like a like a <laughs> professional dancer. Like some of these bitches be getting it down. I'm like, man, you got you did a TikTok the other day and it killed me because poor Chula looked like she was scared that you were gonna have a fucking <laughs> convulsion. <laughs> I kept on I kept on watching it over and over again because Chula's re- reaction was my favorite. She was looking at you like, oh. Oh, is she okay? Do I have to catch her? <laughs> yeah, what, I, Chula. But then I, I, I roasted you on that post. Yeah, and I, I know. Think I other saw people that. started too. I know because you got your feelings hurt. No, I didn't. Yes, you did because you put a post on Instagram, on what? your stories. What did I say? <laughs> I don't need you. <laughs> I wasn't roasting you. No, I was roasting you. I roasted you. No, but I didn't post anything on, on my Instagram. Instagram story. You said I don't understand how. <laughs> Oh, no, you were not because people, if you read, not your comments, yes, I don't ever take anything of what you say personal, but like in, in the comment section, people were like, Roxy, you've lost your mind. Oh, you really <laughs> lost your mind in quarantine. Why? Because I was dancing in my kitchen with my escoba. <laughs> and, and I'm like, how does that translate to me losing my mind, bitch? I'm just having fun in my kitchen with TikTok. You know what I'm saying? You need to have a different angle. I'm sick and tired of looking at your kitchen. Well, listen, we can't go anywhere right now. <laughs> well, it's you have either. a living room. You have a hallway. I know. I have a lot of different places. That's true. But I, you know, I don't really like showing other places in my house. My kitchen is what comes out on YouTube. I always show oh, my kitchen true. on YouTube. I'm not a big it's fan cynical. of like showing other parts of my house because, you know, people are weird. People it's are cynical. really weird. Dude. Hey, I had somebody, one of my neighbors come to my house the other day asking me if asking Robert to ask me if I could cut her hair. 
So Robert comes back inside and he's like, Mom, are you serious? There's a lady outside and she wants to know if you can cut her hair. I was like, what the hell? How does she know you do hair? She must follow me on Instagram. So I was like, I like peeked outside. I was like, fuck this shit. So I told Mel, go outside. Go outside and see what the hell this lady wants. So Mel peeks and he was like, oh, it's our neighbor's daughter. And he was like, I was like, well, go see what she wants. I said, she asked me, Robert, if I could cut her hair. And I was like, so Mel went outside and Mel's super nice. And he was like, no, no, she's not cutting hair right now. Um, she's just staying at home. She cuts hair at the shop. He was like, oh, well, is her shop open or closed? <laughs> but why didn't he ask her, like, how do you even know my wife cuts hair? Hello, bitch. I'm La Susie. Everybody knows I cut hair. <laughs> I mean, she was following me on Instagram. But I thought that was hyper, hyper weird and creepy. Yeah, the other day I did a, a video. Um, I was talking about CMOS. I was in my office and like, I, I guess it was like the angle that I was in. And I had like, I have like Buddha, you know, like a Buddha painting in that room. And this girl took a screenshot of the picture and she's like, Roxy, I can't help but notice this painting in the background. It looks really creepy. Like, what is it? And I was like, and bitch, it made me look at the fucking painting double. <laughs> I was like, I like sat back and I looked at the painting and I was like, let me do like double check that it is a Buddha. And it is like, but I'm like, uh, instead of listening to me and paying attention to me and what was coming out of my mouth, she was looking at everything that was behind me. People are fucking weird. And this is why I tell you not to post so much shit. That's, that's why I only post from my kitchen. Okay. Bitch. Sally Vale. That's so get used to it. I'm used <laughs> to it. I'm just trying to give you some creative ideas. I'm sick of your background. Okay. So, so whatever listen, works. We're coming back. We have a, uh, an email. Uh, or I think this is actually a DM. Day. I think this one actually is a DM. No, it's an email. They're all emails. No, but this one actually came in through oh, the DM. Oh, yeah. I, th I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah. So you guys can hit us on the it DM. It came through the Sister Sister DM. Yeah. Hit us up on the DM on Sister Sister the Podcast on Instagram or Sister Sister the Podcast at gmail.com. Either way, we got you. Okay. But this one came in on the DM and we're reading it. Because this girl needs advice. And we're also going to talk about how young is too young to be on social media. Coming right back on Sister, Sister, the podcast. You're listening to Sister, Sister, the podcast. Okay. Regresamos. Oh, that was way better. Here we go. <laughs> All right. So let's get into oh this DM gosh. that came in through our Instagram. Um, I feel like a lot of the DMs we get have the same like vibe it's always a woman asking the same type of question right so yeah, i mean that's we're gonna read sad. them we're gonna answer them but i hope that the women that are writing in or women that have similar questions are paying attention because if not we're gonna start sound so redundant right? yeah okay. because women are dealing with i feel like so many women are dealing with the same issue again and again and again okay pay attention bitches okay so this says uh roxy and Susie. Dear Dr. Roxy and Susie, <laughs> <laughs> I found messages on my baby's father's phone. In November, a woman messaged him and they made plans to meet. Communication stopped after that combo, then while we were on a very long vacation in February. So the first message she found in November, communication stopped. They went on a very long vacation in February. Um... No, they went on a very long vacation. In February, he messaged her. Mm. By this next combo, he knew I was pregnant again. They flirted and they talked about meeting with hints of having sex. She gave him his number I, or vice versa. I checked his phone. No calls or no texts. No more conversations. I haven't said anything yet. I'm trying to process what I should do. I've packed. I'm going to my mom's. I don't know if I'm coming back. I don't know if physically he cheated. I'm so confused. This is the first time this happened and we have a child. It isn't just me. Oh, okay. So there's, it's her and a baby. They have a family. How I don't know. Something tells me this girl got pregnant the second time to like try to save well, listen, it. Listen, I'm not done. Um, help me, please. I don't know how to navigate this situation. I haven't told my mom or my family. We've been having lots of problems, which my mom knows and supports me. But when we were out of the country, things escalated. I'm, mm. I'm a stay-at-home mom. And with this whole pandemic, I'm worried about working because I'm pregnant and have to think about who will care for my child. I'm so confused. I feel stuck. Oh, my God. There's so many things I want to say about this email. Okay, well, go. She wants, uh, she wants answers. What should she do? First of all... Since when can you not work 
just because you're pregnant. I know women that no, work up until their last the pandemic. Okay, but I'm people so are hiring. People are hiring, even though of the pandemic. But she's pregnant, so she's concerned. I mean, okay. Well, for, first of all, okay. Let's okay. Let's take it back a little bit. She found messages on her dude's phone in uh, in November. Yes. And then she didn't. Still hasn't said anything. She, yeah. She didn't say nothing about it. And then boom. First of all, how is she looking through her man's phone? Like, I mean, how does she look through her man's phone without her man not noticing? And then now it's I February. so easy. What are you talking about? Now it's February and, and you found out some more shit. Like, who holds it in? Her. Like, <laughs> why? Why? When you find out some shit, why not confront the situation at that moment of like, listen, you're talking from a healed person's point of view. You are effective communicator. I mean, but listen, when you got a divorce, you you let him know you had found out through his phone. Yes, I did. You let it be known. Yes, but it wasn't because I was an effective communicator. It was more because I wanted him to know he was busted. OK, so how come I, other women can't I think know. that way? I, I can't tell you why other women can't think that way. But what I would say to her is, number one, you should have been way more careful before you got pregnant again. If you guys were already having problems, you're bringing another child into an already toxic environment. That's irresponsible on your part. And I feel like low key, low key, she knew that they were talking because she did. She, she said did. in November, then she's probably like, okay, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get pregnant to maybe like make him refocus on me. And then boom comes right. February. And he, she finds out he's talking to that girl again. Like in her, I think her intention for that was like to try to low key save her relationship. But since she had never the answer. Since she hadn't confronted the situation of what was really going down. I would say to let him know what you saw. I yes. would say, Hey, listen, Okay, you're going to be busted because you went through his phone. Okay, big deal. You say, look, I, I went through your phone. I, I can't tell you exactly why, but I felt uneasy about X, Y, and Z. So I went through your phone. That was shame on me. But this is what... Why I, shame on you? Because I had some doubts and I went through... Like, if because you be, shouldn't have to go through your spouse's phone. If you're going to be a phone. crazy bitch, let it be known. This no, but is you shouldn't what I have did. to go through your spouse's phone. But if you are, let it be known. Well, yeah, you tell him. Look, I went through your phone. This is what I saw. And he's going to get angry at her because she went through his phone. He's going to deflect all the attention away from him and put it back on her and focus on the fact that she went through his phone. Hey, so if she get... takes accountability for it first, he removes all his power yep. to be mad at her. El, hey, so that's el why you busca, say... El que busca encuentra. Right. But that's why you say like, look, listen, my bad. I went through your phone because I didn't trust you at the time. And this is what I found. If you take away his ability to shame you, he has nothing. Exactly. OK. That's why I say get it out of the way. Right. And just let it be known. I went through your phone. Right. Yes, I did. And then you say it. Look, this is what I saw. And this is her name. And this is what I feel your intentions were. Now, this is where we are. How are we going to deal with it? Running away and going to your mom's house is safe. Probably because mom's going to shelter you and keep you OK while you work it out with the sky. But also going to mom's if mom is toxic is going to fill your head and guess all what? kinds of shit. All your family is going to be all, all up, up in your, your Kool-Aid. Yeah. And that right there, that's I think that's one of the biggest mistakes that a lot of relationships do is you get all your family involved. Yes. You get your sister, your brother, your mom and get everybody hates them. And then guess what? If you end up working out that relationship they're all still going to hate him yeah. because you opened your mouth. Mm -hmm. It's it's the worst thing you could do. Gossiping about your spouse or your partner to your family, if you're not sure what direction you're going to go in, is toxic. It's like a recipe for disaster. Yep. Because everybody's going to meter su cuchara and confuse you even further. Obviously, she's confused. It, it's She sounds confused in her text message. And I think the confused part comes in because she loves him. Even if it's a toxic love, she does love him. And you don't just turn your feelings on and off like a light switch. But yeah, you don't. When people learn to value themselves and love themselves overall, right? She, if she loved herself more than she loved him and she loved her babies more than she loved him or the thought of that relationship, her clarity would become much better. Yeah. And she would know what to For do. For sure. But- in all intents and purposes, just for maturity, a conversation is where it needs to start. You talk to your partner and you say, this is what I found. This is what I heard. This is what I read. However, you got the information. You be truthful about how you got it. Yeah. And you put it on the table and you say, now this is where we are. You either you fucked up on me or you intended to fuck up on me. And this is how that made me feel. And this is where I stand. And how are we going to move forward? And if there's no resolution after that, 
then then you pack your stuff, then you leave, and then you decide to inform either your family or your friends. Yeah. You but, know, but it has to start with the conversation between the two parties. Yeah, the silent treatment. I imagine this uneasiness that's inside of her. It's like, how could you even lay next to somebody, have intimate relationship with somebody, intimate relations with somebody, knowing that there's a potential that they were talking and flirting about sex? You know, well, and, and there's the thing obviously is, like, no connection there. Yeah. And the thing is, it's like a man. I mean, unless he's brave enough, most men are not going to admit just like a lot of women won't admit. So did you have sex with them? Most men and women are not going to admit that because they don't want to hurt you. But why do you think they, they get even get to that point? It's not because everything is perfect in the relationship. I just feel like a lot of why why do why do relationships get to that point or yeah. why women no do, why do relationships get to that point because is it too accessible to be to cheat or do we drop the ball at home and we'd stop taking care of each other emotionally and physically i i honestly feel that a lot of relationships get to that point because two people come together that don't even know who they, who they are, are as a person as yes. an individual person and so it's like two half people coming together to try to and allowing this other person thinking that this other person is going to make you that complete person like this. That is you, such a you false. complete me. You complete Isn't that me. from a movie? You know what I mean? Is, is that you the notebook? Me. The notebook, I think. Oh but it's like, gosh. I don't I don't ever Ooh. in my relationships. I never want to feel like I'm being I that I get with the man because he completes me because I complete myself, man. I'm dope. And I think that's why these women feel fearful. And I could say the same for myself at that point. I did feel fearful because I wasn't whole. I wasn't a whole person. I had to go out there and reestablish myself in this world. And I had a child now. So it's very intimidating. One of my favorite authors, Glennon Doyle, she always says her, her word of advice all the time is simple. It always she always says, do the next right thing mm, instead of worrying like about that. what am I going to do a month from now? What am I going to do a year from now? How am I going to handle this big burden? Because now I'm by myself with my children. She says, just do the next right thing. So just worry about one thing at a time, one step at a time. Yeah. Everything will fall into place. So what I would say to you, girlfriend, is. Have a conversation with your children's father. Let him know what you found out and where you are with the matter and what your next step is going to be. Whether you like it or not and whether you're with him or not, you cannot get rid of him completely. You have Never. two children with him now. So learning how to effectively communicate with him, whether you're with him or not with him, is going to be the best tool and maybe... This relationship has to fall apart for you to learn to do that so that you can raise two dope kids with him. Yeah. And I feel like anybody that's that's listening to the show right now, like if you do go through your man's phone, I feel like I just talked about that the other day on my Instagram. Like if you're going to do something crazy like that, like just admit to it. You know, it's kind of like I think Susie and I, people really like love us and fuck with us, especially when we talk about like our Botox or like our lip fillers and nobody really people will throw their salt and their shade a little bit, but not really because yeah. we're just like, I, we don't care what you think. What this is what we work? do. And, but when you are okay with it, like, you know what I'm saying? Like when you are okay with what you've done, it's just like when you own, yeah, what, when you what own you it, do, nobody can throw rocks at you and shame you because guess what? I already put it out there. I'm noticing that I'm getting a lot of messages like that from women during quarantine. Like they're finding things out like this about their partner, like stuff that's been ongoing. And and it's like it's barely coming to the surface. And I don't know if it's because they're just spending so much time with the person that it, they're at, they're in the same home and they're just kind of like tempted to look at the phone and grab it. And well, let do. me tell you, the first clue for me was everywhere he went, his phone was with him. Mm. He never let that phone go even when Ooh. you showered so i was like okay something's going on with this phone because he protected it like it was worth millions and i was like okay it got it got me thinking like yeah. something is going on and i never went through the phone but he happened to leave his phone at home one day and a phone call came through and i answered it and, and had boom. a very interesting conversation um but yeah it was it was that's that's a dead giveaway if you're up to dirt on your phone and now men and women are home together we can pick up intuitively on weird behavior 
If you're jittery, if you're on your phone and I walked into the room and you're fucking jittery, guess what? I'm going to assume you were up to no good. You know? Yeah. So then maybe I'm going to get to investigating. I've been with Mel for 10 years and I've never looked through his phone. And I know it's not even, doesn't even have a pass, uh, uh, passcode yeah cardi b's man offset was getting um heat the other day because he was doing a live and you know when you're live you're live right you know what i mean everybody can see what you're doing and i guess um he was on his live and he was he was he has i guess he has two phones because he was live on one and then he got like this other phone next to him and then i cart you could hear cardi in the background like baby baby like from the distance she wasn't in the picture and like he got his phone and like scrambled and like put it underneath like one of his legs oh and and so you know you know once you're a celeb like all eyes are on you and the the blogs will destroy you and and you know he's been kind of known yeah to be a little disrupted. Was that song um be gentle with me is that to, be was, careful with be me be careful with me was that written yeah to him? yes it's ironic that she sang that song she debuted her pregnancy singing that song yeah isn't that crazy on SNL yeah, yeah. and so. Um, everyone was like questioning and she's like, baby, I love you. I lo-, like from a distance. He's like, I love you too. I love you too. And then like, um, when she, I guess she was leaving somewhere and then he got his phone and he's like, <laughs> like, like he got his phone again. And it was like, why would you like, he literally got his Come phone on, that had and to be was set up. Cause you don't think she's going to look at his life and slap him upside his head with her nails. Listen, do you believe in that, in that, that saying like once a cheater, always a cheater. I, I um, believe some men can be reformed. I believe, yeah. I I know people that have actually divorced because of infidelity. And I think that absence made them realize like, oh no, I had a dope ass wife, you know? And they worked really hard and they got their wife back. They remarried and they've been loyal ever since. I know two couples like that. So I don't believe necessarily once a cheater, always a cheater. But I do believe if it goes unchecked, and they don't understand. And this goes for both men and women. They don't understand what they stand to lose. Like if they don't feel the loss. Yeah. Then they will never get it together. And some dudes just never will. And, and some yeah. women never will. They, they'll risk it all to go be with this other person. And ultimately that shit will implode. It will implode. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes they figure it out too late. Yeah. Way too late. That's a sad, sad story. When you're just like, yeah, it's too late. The person moved on already. Like, yeah. you really, really fucked up, you know? But, man, cheating and infidelity, it's like, this is why sometimes, and it goes back to that that episode that we did about monogamy. It's like, man, like, why is monogamy really unrealistic for it's some not. people? You know, but why is there so much infidelity? Because people don't communicate. It boils down to communication. Listen, let me tell you something. This is how I'm feeling. You don't have to come off like a raging bitch. And I've said this before to get your point across. You can sit down. You can have a civil conversation with real true feelings. As long as you both are on the same page. People don't grow together. You know what I'm saying? And we see this a lot sometimes. Well, I would see it with Amigas for My Soul, like at the events. The women doing all the work, putting all the effort to grow, grow, grow and evolve. And the husband not. Both partners, it is really important that both partners have to grow together. Yeah. You just have to. Yeah, you do. It, it, you will outgrow them. And and once you start outgrowing people, that disconnection happens and that's a danger zone. You know, but a lot of men feel very macho and very like, hell no. I have a friend in her and her. She recommended um, a book to her and her boyfriend. Fairly new relationship. And he said, hell no. If we need a book, then we're already in trouble. He wasn't even oh my. open to the idea of reading this book together wow. and to growing together. He what? just completely shut it down because he's fucking egotistical. Probably there's there's nothing more attractive than a man that like wants to develop spiritually and wants to become a better version of himself. Yeah, like, if a man, not just a man, a human, a human. Yeah, but if but but you know, it's very it's more typical for a woman to want to work on herself. But when a man wants to join you in your growth journey, like that would make a man to me like that much more attractive like damn baby wants to grow like yeah he wants to tap into his own inner power like imagine the kind of father he's gonna be you know what i'm saying imagine if he you know like to me there would be nothing more sexier than a man telling me like all right i've read the five languages of love what is your love language if a man talks to me like i'd be like oh shit like this man which by the way the five languages of love is a book and it talks about how everybody feels love i tell all my clients about that book yeah in in five different ways and and so i remember one time i went on a date with a guy and we were feeling each other 
right? And you want friends now. We're friends now, but of course, friend zone. <laughs> He friend zoned me actually. I was surprised. Oh, I definitely wouldn't have friends on uh, him, but he friend zoned me. You almost said his name, huh? Uh, no, I, you know who it is. I oh, told you shoot, one time. You gotta tell me. Again. I'll tell you. Okay, but a uh, good-looking guy. Just oh my god, like we we collaborate now a lot together. But oh, I know who it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he friends on me. He <laughs> I was like, he here, have a taste of your own medicine. He friend, I couldn't believe it. Well, I mean, we never kissed nothing, but I was like, I could see myself growing with a guy like this. I but would be, I would not like you guys together. No, pinchy weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> no, your barbecues at your house would be like incense filled and stars <laughs> in the sky. Oh hell no. We would no. have to get sage before we come in your house. Hey, that's good. Fuck that. Give me a beer. Yeah, no no no. But I remember um I remember what was I telling you about him? Oh, yo. Yeah, he straight up just friends on my ass and I could Oh, and I re- so that's what I was telling him that night when we went out on a date, um I was like, "Well, so what's what's your love language?" He's like, "I'm not going to tell you." And I was like, "Why?" He's like, "Because I don't want you to know what my love language is because he wanted you to figure it out. No, like I think he didn't want to fall for me. And so he's oh. like, I'm not going to tell you what my love language is, because if you know about love languages, which obviously you do, you know, uh, you're going to start catering to me in my love language. And yeah, like I want to be your friend. And I was just like, <gasps> hey, he's a smart guy. Yeah. So he never told me what his love language was because I mean, listen, when you know your when you know someone's love language, you start catering to them in that language. Yeah. So I was like, pinchy way. <laughs> <laughs> he put the brakes on my ass real quick. How you like it? Yeah, no, I didn't like the way it felt. But I listen, I feel like a lot of the emails and messages we get are the same. Are the same, same, same. What and is happening? I feel like it's a fucking broken record. And you know what? This goes to show me that a lot of women are just not taught communication. It's no. like what 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 it's like what did you see your mom do? The silent treatment to your dad? Is that why you do that? That's very, very common. Jeez, like we you, are grown ass very, women. Talk. At the very beginning of our relationship with Mel, we got into an argument over something very, very stupid. But I was still pushing the envelope to see what I can and cannot get away with, you know, because it was new. And I had my last relationship before that was so toxic, like I didn't know how to navigate a healthy one to the best of my ability. So I got mad at him. I was going to, Robert was asleep. We were sleeping at his house. Actually, we were already living there, but I was going to pack my kid up and we were going to leave back to my mom's house. And Mel just looked at me really calm. And he was like, first of all, no, what we're not going to do is this. Okay. If you don't feel like talking to me right now, because you're not going to continue to talk to me like this, then we don't have to, we can go to sleep and we could talk about it in the morning. He's like, but you're not going to wake up that boy and you're not going to go take our business to your mom's house. And I just looked at him and my blood was boiling, though, because he was telling me all this so nicely. And I just wanted to, in my capricho, take my kid and roll out and show him that I don't need him. You know, professional runners. A lot of women have become professional runners in relationships. And I was like, fine. I said, then I'm just not going to talk to you. And he was like, no, we're not going to do that either. He said, we're going to be mature and we're going to talk this out. And we don't have to talk about it tomorrow, but we're going to talk it out. And I was like, fine, I'm going to go sleep in the living room. He was like, okay, I'll go sleep in the living room too. And then he grabbed me by my shoulder and he was like, we're not going to do this. Take your ass to the bed. I'll take my ass to the bed too. And we're going to go to sleep and we'll talk about it tomorrow. And that was so weird to me. And it was so foreign and so different because he didn't cuss me out. He didn't yell at me. He didn't touch me aggressively. He was calm, but he was assertive and he meant what he meant. I woke up the next morning. I was still pissed. And it was over the dumbest shit. I was still pissed. And he was up making pancakes, talking to the kids. And it just made me laugh at myself. And then later on the day, we were able to talk it out. But it took him really putting it in my face like that. Yeah. Like, we are not going to do this. Like This is not healthy. This is not how adults behave. But that's healthy relationship behavior. But we weren't taught that. A lot of women and men were not taught that. And it takes somebody bold to come into our lives or a really good example of what a healthy relationship looks like for us to see like, Oh wow, that was pretty dope. And I want a piece of that. Let me practice it. Yeah. Yeah, That that's what I, that's what I desire and crave. I I've had a, I feel like I've had something close to that in, in a relationship, except he, he was a mama's boy. So I, that's one thing that was my deal breaker with him. But he was like, I used to love when I met, when he would talk to me like assertively, but without putting me down, it was never, 
I feel like with our personalities that for the women in our family, we need that strong man to be able to put us in our place with love without raising their voices and just like, you know, like, oh, shit. Okay, yeah, like he he's a man. He's the man. Yeah, this is me paso de viva still to this day. I mean, it's just in my nature. Yeah, it but is. I, you have strong personalities. Mel doesn't come at me. So I instantly, I feel bad immediately. I'm like, fuck, I shouldn't have... I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have acted that way. Like that was really aggressive. That was rough, inappropriate, immature. I call myself out immediately and I'll turn around and be like, you know what? I'm sorry. That was not the right way to handle that. And he'll immediately, he's like, I understand. It's all good. Don't worry about it. And I'm like, no, let me call myself out too. You know? Because yeah, if exactly. not, I'm just going to be. <laughs> no, but listen, uh, to that girl that wrote to us, mama, we wish you the best of luck. Um, yeah, communication is key. ¿Cómo, cómo va el dicho? Hablando se llega a Roma. Or, ¿cómo? Pero, you don't even know. <laughs> you need to stop saying dichos. <laughs> stop it. Unless you have it written down. ¿Cómo va el... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, no. Preguntando, preguntando se llega a Roma. No, Are no. you sure? No, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm very off on my dicho game today. Okay. Jeez. But listen, okay, so I would, this was hilarious, dude. Recently... Um, Kourtney Kardashian oh she, my she had to make her son delete his Instagram account after he revealed what Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott relationship status was so this little boy is 10 no she didn't make him delete it because of that she made him delete it because he wasn't allowed to, to have, even have one an Instagram account and yeah. he created one <laughs> And he was just spilling the tea on his auntie. Yeah, so he, I guess he started this account behind Courtney's back. And then he has a nurse, this little boy. Um, what, <laughs> what is the name of her 10-year-old? Mason. Mason, Mason. Disick. Uh -huh. I guess um, he created a freaking account behind her back and then had the nerve to go live on Instagram. And then everybody, I, I don't even know that little boy had an account, right? Everybody realized that, you know, that he had an account and he goes live and everybody started asking him, I guess. Or I don't Questions know if, about Kylie and um, Travis and, Scott. Yeah. He was just let soltando la sopa. <laughs> <laughs> and so you shit. know normally for anybody to get the juicy details on the kardashian jenner connor they have to watch the reality show keeping up with the kardashians well no it's the 10 year old mason disick he was like i'm spilling the tea <laughs> he was spilling all the tea and so courtney and scott they co-parent very well right they do so they got together he got in trouble because she went live the next day with one of her friends and yeah she was like you know he got in trouble he wasn't allowed to have a tiktok i mean uh instagram, instagram. we made him delete it and he's grounded later on that day what does this little shit do <laughs> he goes live on tiktok <laughs> and he has added again oh my gosh oh my god i'm like este niño Malcriado rebelde. And then he, he he cleared it up, though. He said, no, Kylie and Travis are not back together. And this fool is, like, just spilling the tea. So she said that her and Scott, you know, they think there's an age limit when it comes to Instagram. She says she thinks that there the is. age limit would be 13. It is 13. Like, is, does Instagram create that? that yeah, if you're, rule? if you, because it has you put in your birthday. Oh. So if your birthday is under 13, your birth year, then they won't let you create it. Yeah, she said, I think on Instagram, the thing that really worries me with the kids is just the comments. People can be so mean. Yeah. But and like, also the content that they're exposed to. For real. Yeah. And she was even saying that Mason doesn't even have a phone. I know. He was doing it off of his um, iPad. Oh, his my. tablet. <laughs> yeah. So for me, like when I didn't let Robert have social media until he was 15. Yeah, I was going to say. he was like, Mom, remember? You guys, well, no, you were actually on board with it. Yeah. he would always try to tattletale on me and tell on you guys that I was so mean and I wouldn't let him have a social media. But I made him wait until he was 15 years old because the content that is available, it is a lot of it is for a mature audience only. He from would, sex to cuss words to all kinds of shit. To everything. Like, yeah. all you got to do is type in a hashtag and everything yes. comes up. He would always try to get me like, Titi. Come on, convince my mom. I want to start an Instagram. And now that he has an Instagram, He's so inactive, he doesn't even post anything. <laughs> and I'm like, he just wanted to be a metiche. That's yeah. what he wanted. Every so, single one of my videos on Instagram stories, guess who views it? Buddy. Robert, he's like, Titi, you got to stop shaking your ass on your TikTok videos. He does not say ass to you. Well, your butt. He's like, you're, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, Robert Crack. Why are you up. watching my shit? The other day, I showed him a picture of, of, me and him and his Nina when we were younger. And I was like, 
thinking he was gonna be like oh look how cute look this picture oh my god what did he say <laughs> he goes mom i'm as big as your boobs <laughs> that was his first reaction i'm gonna post this on the sister sister podcast oh my so people see god i mean on the sister sister instagram but yeah i made robert wait until he was 15 just because i was concerned you know that the content was going to be too mature for him and by the time he got to high school he was a sophomore in high school by the time he had his own account not to say that he didn't see shit on his friends phones or what have you because you can't hide them under a rock from the world yeah they're gonna find a way but a little mason i didn't i know i didn't (laughs) let him have an account of his own so on his 15th birthday i let him um set one up so let me ask you as a mom when you had your when you know when robert was 15 and he started his instagram did you make it really clear to him that you had the right to snatch that phone up whenever yes. you wanted to and you could go through his messages and dms because i think a lot of moms are kind of like man you know like i want to be that cool mom that understanding mom you know but hey ultimately if you're paying the bill you should have the right. right to snatch up that phone at any moment possible well his dad didn't agree with me his dad didn't want him to have a social media um at 15 but i pulled the whole well i'm paying for the phone card and he didn't argue with me um but he would go through robert's phone like every other day literally he would just pick up the phone and go through this phone every other day and at the for like the first two years he wasn't able to be friends with his page had to be private and he couldn't be friends with anybody that we didn't all know. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it wasn't until he got like 17 or 18 that it let him take his page off of private. Um, because, again, I'm not naive that he's being exposed to shit, right? It's the world. And the world is is what it is. Um, but, yeah, it was we were really on it. And he would get mad. He would get so mad that, that his dad would go through his phone. But it's it was part of the deal. Hey, you it's important. And we can look through it whenever we want. And I need to always have the password to your phone. I didn't, I don't have the password to his phone anymore because he's 18 now. But up until he was 18, I had the password to his phone. Like there was no, no hiding, you know? And one time he tried to change it and his dad couldn't get into it. And he, he, of course he found out. So he was like, bro, why did you change your code? I didn't. And he was like, son, I cannot get into your phone. So either you give me this code or I'm giving your phone to your mom. And that's the end of that. Ooh, oh, but like, that see that this is where good parent co-parenting comes in. We're like the father of your son is is supporting. You know what I mean? Like you guys are both in on it together. Yeah. Well, he didn't want Robert to have social media, so I went against that. But I never opposed to him like doing searches or what have you or asking for Robert's code. We did. Yeah. I didn't have his back like that. One of my boys, um, he actually his his little his daughter is I want to say she's thirteen, which is like a kind of like a tougher age especially for little girls and this little girl comes more like he's her legal guardian she comes from like a foster system and just very dysfunctional mother and father the father's in prison just it's crazy and uh so this little girl has kind of like a natural rebellious attitude and personality and energy and um oh she hates when he goes through her through her phone hey if you're up to no good you're gonna get busted he's paying the note and you know one time thank god he went through her phone he found out on he i think she had like a snapchat and snapchat's a little bit more private than instagram well he did know he did know but he one of the moms was like hey i found some disturbing stuff in my daughter's snapchat of my daughter and your daughter talking to each other and it was like you need to go through your daughter's phone and so he did and he found out that she was talking like suicidal stuff. Like, oh, I, I feel like I'm alone. Nobody loves me. And he ended up finding out that she had been cutting herself. Oh so, my like, I think it's so important. Like, parents, you, you got to be if, vigilant. If you're going to give your kid a phone, there has to be a disclaimer with it. Like, if I pay for it, I can go through it Absolutely. whenever I need to. Yeah. And I applaud Courtney for going live the next day and explaining that, no, he's not allowed to have this. And this is how Scott and I handled it. We deleted it and he's grounded, even though he rebelled against that still. But I guarantee you we won't see him live in no time soon. Oh, my God. I bet you he lost privilege to that tablet. They're going to have to school that little boy because the whole family, you know, like I feel like as much as they're a public family, like they have to keep certain things private. But and but. Okay, I think the older girls, the older generation understands that, but he was born into this. Exactly. He was born into his whole life being on the camera. He's been, we've known him since he was little, little, brand new. And now he's 10. 
So this is his whole world. Yeah. So he maybe he doesn't <laughs> understand the need for the privacy. limit. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the way that his his mom and his aunties and his grandmother do. But he, hopefully they'll teach him that balance. Yeah. So listen, you guys, if you if you if your little one has a social media or a cell phone, you got to be they got to be OK with you snatching it up at any moment and saying, listen, give it up. Sucker. Yeah. But give it we, up. We it's funny because Instagram, Snapchat, especially because they these kids think they're slick and that this information goes away. But we were not born yesterday. We can find shit out. And Robert and his little group of friends, they got busted um, at the end of last year trying to do some dirt. And I was like, really? You guys are going to post this shit up for the world to see? Anybody and how did you guys find out? How did the moms find out? Because I know it's like a click of you guys. Yes. One of them who is a police officer, she's training to be a detective. Oh, put shit. Put in her detective <laughs> skills to work. And she just started to dig and dig and oh dig. Because they God. got busted doing one thing. And that just snowballed. And she started to dig and dig and dig. And she came up with all this video and picture proof that they had put up on on, in, on Snapchat. And they got busted. Oh, my God. But it was God. a learning lesson. Thank God nobody was hurt. Um, and now they know better. Now they know that you may try to hide it, but we're going to find you. You're going to learn. You're going to learn. You're going to learn today. <laughs> oh, man, y'all. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Dang, we done? It's been an hour? Episode, yeah, man. It's been an hour. Shit. I know. We could have a, a free-flowing conversation like nobody's business. We love you guys. Thank you all so much for the support. We're officially over 3,200 followers on Wait, our Instagram. I think this is episode one of season two. Right. Yeah. This is episode one of season two because our last episode was episode twelve. Yeah. And congratulations. Each- High five. Oh, don't touch. Don't me. touch me. <laughs> Social distancing. <laughs> hey, listen. These moments in time right now that we're living are gonna go down in history. It's weird. I can't wait to give you a kiss. Yesterday, Katie, we did a FaceTime with the girls from the hair lab, and one of my girls, Katie, she sends us all a, a meme afterward, and she says. When this quarantine is over, I'm going to French kiss all my friends for 45 minutes each. <laughs> I think I was watching the other day, um, Hennessy Carolina, which is the Cardi B sister. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, she's after hilarious. this quarantine is over, I am going every invitation. I'm yeah. going everywhere to anybody that invites me anywhere. Like I'm there. I think now more think than that's ever, what we all feel. We're going to appreciate our freedom my god but it's know, still we, we so just, foreign it's still just like a crazy world though we just don't know what's coming you know the aliens might be coming girl extra to ets extraterrestrials <laughs> who knows you would shit as Let's, much as you believe in aliens if uh, one of those motherfuckers came knocking on your door ah the the this cup just fell with you ice would cubes on my foot pants. Oh, i was like my, what is this yeah. cold shit on it's my the feet. aliens they're coming from the ground <laughs> All right, y'all, we love you. This has been another episode of Sister Sister, the podcast. Susie, get started with your ASMR videos ASAP.